Welcome to Conversations on Faith and Family, a faith-based podcast for parents and marriages looking how to manage and balance life with greater ease and fulfillment. Here are your hosts, Manuel and Raylene. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another episode here on Conversations. Um, I'm here with my wife, Raylene, as she hi. said hi. Uh, but we're really excited about today's episode. It's, it's a, uh, I would say it's a special episode. We have a very special guest with us, and um, just to kind of give you a little background of, with uh, Jason Romano, is uh, he's the author of Live to Forgive, and it's about moving forward when those, who, uh, when those we love hurt us, yeah. and it's really about a book about forgiveness, and he's moving very trans- forward. moving forward, he's very transparent in his book, it's really about his personal journey on forgiving his alcoholic father. And I think we've all been in situations, different situations. I personally have been in a situation where my dad was an alcoholic. Um, I would say he was abusive, um, verbally very abusive. Thank God for grace. Thank God for grace. And And for salvation because he is a totally different man. And you know what? We're very thankful to have Jason here with us to be able to share a little more about that grace. Jason, welcome on the show. Welcome, Jason. It's great to be with you, Manny and Raylene. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So um, first and foremost, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, I'm currently uh, hosting and producing uh, content for a faith and sports ministry called Sports Spectrum. Uh, married to my wife, Dawn. Uh, I have a daughter, Sarah, who's almost 14 in a couple months and uh, getting ready to go to high school next year. Uh, for 17 years, I worked as a producer at ESPN here in Connecticut, and I worked on many of the shows and uh, with many of the personalities that sports fans would know. And uh, did that for a long time and had a blast and really just thankful for that opportunity. And uh, yes, I've been been in the broadcasting field for over 20 years. And now I'm working in the ministry field, but still telling the stories of sports, just intersecting it a little bit more with faith. So it's been it's been a fun journey. See, now anytime we have any issues or need some pointers on the show, we go to Jason. He'll be happy to help us out with that. Anytime. That's for, anytime you need something, let me know. <laughs> awesome. Now, what inspired you to write your newest book? Well, it's funny, Raylene, because I never thought I would ever write a book. I never had a desire to do it. I never had a dream or a goal or anything like that to ever write a book. Uh, in fact, it was probably the last thing on my mind. But about three years ago, for the very first time at my church, I, uh, I was asked to speak and preach from the pulpit on a Sunday morning. And I'm an elder in my church, and I've been an elder for about four years. So my pastor said, okay, it's time time for you to share from the pulpit, and you can talk about anything you want. Nice. And I thought about it, prayed about it, and I hadn't really told my story of my, my relationship with my dad much publicly. And most of it had just been through passing or talking to people and never really going too deep. And I chose to sh- share the story from the pulpit that day. And I had people coming up to me, telling me, basically saying me too, you know, mm-hmm. you just said my story. You just told my story. And I said, wow. I said, I, you know, as I went home, I really realized that there are so many other people that are going through uh, what I went through on some level. Uh, with unforgiveness. 
And a year later, I did the same thing. I spoke again in 2016 to a group of 80 teenagers at a church camp in New Hampshire. And from their reaction, again, the Me Too, uh, the brokenness, the the sort of uh, messy life that they were living and struggles that they were having with forgiveness, I really felt like, okay, this this needs to be told to more people was kind of where where I landed. But I really didn't think that was still was a book until I started talking to a good friend of mine who had written a book. He's a pastor out in, in, in your guys' area, I think in Simi Valley, California, uh, on the West Coast. And uh, he told me, he said, listen, after he heard my sermon, he said, you need to tell this story. You need to write a book. Mm-hmm. And because he had written a book, he introduced me to a, a literary agent who got in contact with me. And I kind of learned the process of how books are written. Um, again, really uncomfortable writing a book, though. Trying to write it down is not easy and trying to put your thoughts together. Yeah. And then I came across a guy named Stephen Copeland, who is a, a co-writer, a co-author with me and a friend of mine. And he wanted to help me tell my story. So along with him, we sat down in August of 2016 and, and started writing. And I'm grateful that a publisher named Core Media came along and, and signed me into a deal and we wrote the book, and it was a it was a labor of love, to be quite honest. And it was very difficult and very hard, but that's kind of where it came from. And when I went to my dad, I said, "Dad, I'm thinking about writing a book and literally literally laying out all of our dirty laundry for somebody to read. What do you think?" And at first, I knew he was going to say no, but then he came to me and said, "You know what, Jay? If it can help one person, you need to write it. And uh, if our story can help someone heal and work through the process of unforgiveness, then this needs to be told. So you need to write it. And that's why I wrote it, because my dad kind of signed off and said, you know, you need to help some other people with this if you can. And so we, we decided to tell the story and it came out in January. And here we are. Yeah, what I think is pretty incredible is, you know, who would have, have imagined that even the youth you know, those that are young are still dealing with these type of issues. It seems like addictions and uh, behavioral addictions today have changed and evolved. But, you know, that type of influence when it comes to alcoholism is still there, you know, because even at my age, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 30 today. And, um, you know, I that was something I dealt with. And I deal with some of the youth today, and they still deal with the same thing. And, um, you know, it's pretty incredible. That, that, that's a great story. Now, you know, I know that you mentioned you've spoken from, you know, at your church and from the pulpit. Now, you know, how would you describe how Christ and, you know, the Holy Spirit has really come and influenced your situation, um, you know, even, mainly with the relationship with your father? Yeah, um, uh, a little background on my faith. I became a Christian and got serious about my faith in 2001. So I was 27 at the time, and it was one of those situations where I grew up Catholic and I went to church, but I didn't really understand who Christ was or what a relationship with, with Jesus meant. And when I, when I did that, you know, I started to kind of have this understanding about salvation, about forgiveness, and yet it was still very difficult for me, uh, in fact, I didn't, to forgive my dad. You know, I still had this bitterness, and I kind of had this thought in my head like, listen, if if God can forgive me, then he can definitely forgive my dad, but, but I can't. And I really thought I had forgiven him, forgiven him for many years when, you know, I would kind of welcome him back into my life and we would have conversations on the phone. But then the second that he took a turn 
uh, again, for the worst or was drunk, that bitterness, that anger, all that came back. So I, I hadn't forgiven him. And I really, it wasn't until 2013 when I finally looked through the lens of Christ and I saw um, a Savior who forgives every single person who asks for it and yeah. looks at each of us equally on the same playing field as children of him. And when I got that, it also happened to be at the same moment when my dad was at his lowest point and really, really struggling with both depression and alcoholism. When I finally looked and I had empathy for my dad for the first time, and I remember thinking, wow, God really does love him equally as, as much as he loves me. And that was a hard thing to grasp, I think, because I, on a worldly level, we look at what I was able to accomplish, quote unquote, working at ESPN, getting married, having a daughter, having this so-called perfect family life, and then his messed up life with his alcohol and his depression and just DUIs and jail time and all these other things, broken marriages. And yet the Lord looks at him the same as he looks at me. And we're all broken. You know, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, it says in Romans. So we are all messed up. And it doesn't matter if you're a little messed up or if you're a lot of messed up from the world's view, you're still messed up and we all need Christ. And that's where I really kind of saw my dad for the first time as a child of God. And that was a big moment for me. And that's when I finally said, you know what, dad, I forgive you and made that choice to forgive him because um, for a long time I thought I had, but really it wasn't until I finally saw it through the lens of what the way Jesus sees each of us. That's good. That's yeah, that's, that's um, powerful. I think one of the things that, you know, I thought it was really powerful is the fact that the lens, you know, seeing it from the lens of, of Jesus Christ. And I think yeah. if everybody can understand that, you know, don't compare myself with anybody else, a brother or sister, whoever it is, a friend. You are your own individual and Jesus looks at you mm -hmm. and wants to see how he can help you and guide you closer to him. And I think... That's incredible. You know, um, just winding down, sweetheart, do you have a, another question? Yeah, your your primary focus in the book is, you know, forgiveness and moving forward. And what encouraging words or advice would you give to someone who's dealing with the same thing? Maybe some tips. Yeah, that's a good question, Raylene. I think for me, my, I don't, I don't it's weird to, to give advice because I, I worry that, what worked for me may not work for you because like you guys just said, your situation is different. But I think my first advice would be, especially for believers is get in the word and, and, and really seek God. Because I think there were times when I was a Christian over these years, but I didn't really seek the Lord for my dad's situation. I would pray, hope dear Lord, please get him sober. Dear Lord, please, you know, help him get better. It was really the consistent prayer that I prayed. It was never, um, it was never honestly, Lord, look at my situation, look at me and what I'm going through and help me to see him, uh, you know, through that lens. So I think my, my piece of advice would be to seek the Lord. I think the second piece would be to understand that when we forgive someone, we're not letting them off the hook. Mm -hmm. um, we're not, um, we're not sort of, you know, saying it's okay that you did these things in the past. When we forgive someone, we're not forgiving it for them. That's what I think gets confusing for a lot of people, including Christians. When we forgive, we're making that decision to forgive, and that really is what frees us. Yes. It's for us. Very good. And it's a decision that opens ourselves up to this possibility of having freedom. 
Yeah. You know, again, it doesn't condone what they did. It doesn't um, even help them in some cases. You have to forgive whether or not the person is going to change or not. But it's, again, forgiving them for yourself. Because we can, when we don't forgive, we have these, this sort of bitterness inside of us. These, it's like we're chained up, you know, and we're stuck in this bondage that really festers like a cancer inside of us. And when we forgive, man, that just comes off. And Christ's, you know, forgiveness just exudes through us. And, man, it's so freeing. And it allows us not to be caught up in all the stuff that happened in the past or even to try and change and make it a better past because we can't. The past is in the past. And that's why the, the book is called Live to Forgive, but the second part, moving forward when those we love hurt us, that's what it is. It's about moving forward. Mm-hmm. And, yes, we, we, can't, we can't forget. I think there's a misconception yeah. that we forgive and forget. Yeah. We'll never forget. Yeah. And I wrote a whole book on not forgetting, right? But. Mm-hmm. Forgiving is possible. There is freedom in it, and it's so vital. I think when we move, when we want to move forward in any kind of situation. Yeah, I think those two go hand in hand. Forgiveness and moving forward. Like you said, it's easy to forgive someone, but sometimes you just don't get to move forward. You know, and it's so freeing and liberating yeah. when you can forgive and, and continue in, to move forward. What's incredible is exactly what Jason said. Is you know, I think we sometimes live in a false reality that we're going to forget these things we're not going to forget them you know our goal is to be able to overcome them the best we can and and pray that you know christ can you know bring us closer to him and we can overcome yeah you know but asking us to forget it is just unrealistic you know and i love that i love that you know jason you've shared a lot of great uh wisdom a lot of great uh, uh just words of encouragement now for me i want to get your book you know where can i get your book (laughs) I <laughs> uh, appreciate that, Manny. It's available on my website, jasonromano.com, just my name.com. And it actually has a link to read the first chapter for free. Oh, wow. And that's something that I wanted to let people see and check out just so they get an opportunity to, to kind of get an idea of where the book's going and what it's about. Um, there's a lot of personal story in there. There's also a lot of application in there as well. Nice. Um, and it's also available where, where everybody buys books right now, which is Amazon. So you go to Amazon.com and just put in Live to Forgive or my name, and it's there. And yeah, it's been, uh, it's been fun to, to be a part of and a journey to be a part of writing a book and seeing people reading it and being helped. So, uh, yeah, I hope they check it out. Well, I know all our listeners are just going to completely love this. I, I personally have already been blessed by just even the short conversation we had now. Um, why don't we just uh, thank Jason for coming on today? <laughs> Our crowds. Yeah. The crowds Absolutely. <laughs> but again, we want to thank you for taking the time today, and uh, we will talk soon. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank All you, right. Jason. All right. Well, um, hopefully you guys have been blessed with this episode today. I know that I have been. Definitely. Again, we want to... Uh, encourage you, jasonromano.com, pick up his book, especially if you're one that have dealt with these type of issues of, uh, you know, I, I know for a fact, unforgiveness is one of those issues that oh, yeah. most people are dealing with, but they'll never really truly admit that they're dealing oh, yeah. with. Oh yeah. I think we've all dealt with it. I have personally dealt Same. with it. Yeah. We, we've all been through it. And you know, just the transparency Jason showed and, and revealed to us today yeah. makes me want to read this book, makes me want to, you know, he shared some really good nuggets of truth, if you were so listening, good. that I think can be applicable today at any age, yeah, whether you're a teenager, age. whether you're an adult, whether you're an elder, doesn't matter. I think 
applying those to you and helping you break free from these things. I know God can do it. Yeah. But I know sometimes you need uh, wisdom and a guide to get there. How to. <laughs> exactly. So we want to thank you. Um, hopefully you guys were blessed by this. We have more to come. See you guys next week. God bless you. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us for this episode on Conversations on Faith and Family. Send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our website at conversationsonfaithandfamily.com. As always, subscriptions to our shows are free and available wherever you find podcasts, as well as on our website. Until next week, join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for more conversations on our community.